Chapter One I stood in my son's room at the foot of his bed, having no recollection of how I got there. Jake lay in the center of his little race car bed, chest rising and falling at a steady pace, little mouth open just a bit, and an arm slung to the side and hanging over the edge. My normal routine when he slept was to come in to check on him, to tuck that errant arm beneath the covers, and to brush the hair from his forehead for a kiss before tiptoeing back out. A rush of love swelled in my chest for this kid that I had produced. Okay. That Mason, my ex-husband, and I produced. Jake, my seven-year-old with his inquisitive mind, was the pride of my life, and every day I was more thankful to have him. He kept me on my toes with his many questions and his logic that could boggle my thirty-year-old mind. In many ways, Jake was like Mason, but without the critical, condescending disposition, and I would do all in my power to be sure Jake never turned out like his dad. I crept closer to the bed, trying my best to make as little noise as possible. If I woke him, Jake might not want me to kiss him. He would in no uncertain terms tell me that kissing was reserved for one time and one time only, just before we left to take him to school. Getting older meant he hated being babied, and why he nagged me to buy him a regular bed. According to him, he'd outgrown a bed with a theme. I reminded Jake, as an elementary school teacher, I knew plenty of kids who loved their theme beds clear up to fourth grade. Jake, staring at me doubtfully, had quipped, he was not one of them. Unfortunately, my budget did not allow for a new bed at the moment, so I had convinced him to give me until autumn. Jake had accepted the deal. Staring down at my little boy, I froze when he shifted in his sleep, drawing in a deep breath. His long chestnut lashes began to flutter, and he raised a fist to scrub at his eye. Mom? Darn. Not fast enough. Thinking of an excuse as to why I was in his room, and then chiding myself for thinking I needed an excuse as the adult in this situation. I lost my train of thought at his next words. Mom, why are you see-through? Of all the questions Jake could have asked me, that was the last I expected. See-through? I glanced down at myself and discovered my son was right. My body was fully visible, but transparent threw my foot encased in a mud-brown martini sports sandal, shoes I wore for comfort at school while I stood on my feet all day. I could see Jake's colorful carpet with a map of the United States on it. My best friend Monica liked to remind me regularly of how I would never attract a man if I kept up with the mousy attire. I had so far stubbornly refused to heed her advice. Dating meant spending money on clothing and shoes, I didn't have the budget for.
especially with Mason's child support checks coming whenever he remembered to post them. The man had apparently never heard of automatic bill payment from his checking account, or didn't want to hear of it. I raised my hands, palms up, and found that they too were transparent. My legs, torso, and I assumed even my head. Fear closed my throat and tightened my gut, or it would have had I been solid. A dream. That must be what this was. I looked away from myself because it began to freak me out, and assured Jake in an unsteady voice, You're dreaming, honey. Go back to sleep. If I'm dreaming, why do I have to go back to sleep?